I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Yes, we are here. You ever getting ready to nerd out and have some fun, get jacked up on inspiration? Not caffeine, but inspiration. We do have some really cool stuff to share this week as well as some incredibly positive and hopeful stuff too. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about what we're watching and reading, some new music, Captain's Origins, things that keep us up at night. And it is a beautiful day here. So I think it's time to end the week right. Can you imagine how jealous that would make her? Where's Tobias? Oh, he's just sharing a romantic horseback ride with Michael Bluth, and they're dipping each other in... Oh, you didn't get any body chocolate. I, I didn't mean with me. I, I hate to see a struggle like this. In fact, why don't you let me ask her for you? Oh, Michael, you really are quite the Cupid, aren't you? I tell you, you can zing your arrow into my buttocks anytime. Okay, you know, you know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder, you just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. Let's rock it. Mm-hmm. Welcome oh. back. Oh, Tobias. Tobias. <laughs> you can zing your arrow into my buttocks any day, Captain. <laughs> I will not take you up on that, uh, Brian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... Sarah's finally watching that Arrested oh, Development. Good for her. Yeah. And it is amazing what Tobias says. And he has he's just completely clueless. Best oh, I I, I was about to say best character, but honestly, they're all so good. Oh, I love Job. If you haven't watched Gob. it, if you have not watched Arrested Development, please, please <sighs> do yourself a favor. It's so good. Well, so I was just thinking of the one where he painted himself in blue oh, trying blue to get man, into yeah. the blue man group yep. and he's like i think i just blew myself like <laughs> you're phrasing tobias <laughs> and he's completely covered in this deep blue it looked awesome it was so good oh man dude we are we are live and in well when i'm alive yeah we're live no we're, we're not alive. live live we're alive we're alive we're live in together yeah uh, sitting outside on a beautiful glorious colorado afternoon it's perfect yeah. It is perfect out, like literally with capital P, perfect yeah. out. Sipping on some, uh, oh yeah, here we go, ready? Oh yeah. Oh, oh is that a Meisterbrow? What is that? That's, uh, that is La Croix. Ah, La Croix. La Croix. Oui. This is a Guava Sao Paulo. Oh, and I have a, uh, I have a La Croix Key Lime. Key Lime Pie. And mm. check this out, dude. Yeah. The ingredients. Only, they have only highlighted, only carbonated water, naturally essenced. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome, but it's they're healthy. lying. They're lying to us because how on earth could that be only carbonated water when it tastes like something else? Naturally essenced. That's mm. that's the uh, that's the flavors. It's actual natural extracts of of the fruits, or whatever you're. That's fair, know. but I feel like they need to put that on the ingredients instead of just saying naturally yeah, essenced. But they don't want to give away their their special key oh, okay. lime recipe and whatever the guava Sao Paulo fair is, you enough. know, and, and you know, I don't know all that good stuff. But, but it's really good. I, I've, I I have to confess, I've never had a La Croix in my life because I don't typically like sparkling water. But this yeah. is pretty good. Oh so, really? Yeah. What do you typically? Oh, you water. just don't even do Adam's sparkling. Ale. But do you like sparkling water? Not by itself, no. Like, How about this? This is good. Yeah. yeah. What I love about these is that it, it has a sweetness to it, but it's not 
Sure. It's not sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, yeah. It's a, like a hint. I had an AMW on Wednesday. Yes. It is the first actual soda that I've had in, well, at least over a year. Wow. At least. Yeah. And it was weird. I was like, oh, this is good. But you know what? I love my little LaCroix and they're great. Yeah. You don't feel the loss after a while, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. You're like, oh, it's a fun sugar, treat once in a while. So yeah. Wednesday night, man. Dude, that was fun. We had a blast. Yeah. We got was, the, it was fun. We got the gang together. We had the Sucks clan, S-U-X. Uh, yeah. It's our gaming clan, our, our informal. We got our shirts unofficial. from you. I got, I made everybody Sucks clan t-shirts. We hung out. Yeah. It was we, good times. We were kind of a little juvenile. Uh, none of us were drunk or intoxicated in any way. No. At one point, we were all acting like 14-year-olds. It was pretty you know, awesome. The whole thing was outside in the back of Up Too Late's or UP Too Late, depending on how you want to. It's Up Too Late. Yeah, Up Too Late. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was nice little barbecue, yeah. fire pit, just chilling and stuff like that. Lots it, of desserts. Oh, yeah. It was it was ridiculous. Mary's Mountain Cookies was, was part of it and the I giant had, brownie platter. I had another... Cookie oh, today, yeah. by the way. Yeah. See, but it was fun because we got to sit outside. It was it was COVID friendly or COVID safe. Wait, how how is COVID friendly a good thing? We don't want to be friendly, yeah, to, COVID. friendly to COVID. Yeah. yeah. So it was COVID safe. Little jerk germs, more or less. I mean, yeah, we were all vaccinated, so I mean, we're as safe mm-hmm. as we know how to be so far. But we weren't, you know, kissing each other, <laughs> sitting too close. We were outside. You know, it was good. Not, so. not while other people were looking. Well, we played cornhole. Yeah. And I mean the game, not like yeah. figuratively. Yeah. Not, Come not on, the guys. prison get your, game. Get your mind the out. The real, there. you know, the, the Nebraska, isn't it from Nebraska or something like that? It's it got to be something be. Midwest. It should be. There's yeah. just no way that that game was invented by, you know, someone in like Taiwan or. It's called cornhole. Exactly. So yeah, let's assume it's from Nebraska. Hey, watch right. out for your cornhole, bud. So that was good advice to Peter Gibbons, but we're not going to talk about that right now. But it was a really, <laughs> really good time, man. Yeah. We had a blast. And, yeah. uh, yeah, my, my, so I'm, I'm live and in charge in, uh, in uh, Colorado right now. And, yeah. Uh, so I was going to say this too. The, the nice thing is that's the first time. I mean, we've seen a few friends outside, you know, but that's the first time we've gotten together, you know, the guys and stuff like the that. group, yeah. Since pre-COVID. Right. And even though it was outside, it, you know, we didn't do our typical escape room and stuff like that. Right. It was just like, I, I remember driving home going... I really needed that. Like I have not seen people <laughs> hardly at all like I this. Think, and this is, this is crazy. I think that everyone there had that same sentiment. I yeah. think that uh, in fact, a couple of them voiced it, uh, that this was a, the first excuse they've had to get in went to a social gathering in quite a while. Yeah, so. dude, yeah. like I physically felt better yeah. afterwards. It's kind of yeah. cool. So keep that in mind, folks. If yep. you got, you've been missing uh, hanging out with your friends and stuff and like, like we're, I'm telling you water's wet. I know, but uh, yeah, keep that in mind. Just uh, get together outside and even yeah, on a nice day and have a, have a, some food and some fun and yeah. play some cornhole and cornhole and you gotta uh, say cornhole like that. You we were goofing off and Tuesday night I uh, got to hang out with my roommates, my oh, ex roommates yeah. from, yeah. Uh, from uh, the old fort. Yep. My friend Zach came down from Wyoming. It was friggin' awesome to see him, buddy. If you're listening, a uh, shout out. I know he listened to the show oh, nice. uh, at least one episode. He really liked it. So, so we got to give Zach a superhero name. Uh, Zach Attack. Zach Attack. I like it. I mean, we'll go with that for now unless you've got something else. But <laughs> you it, might choose another one. I'll yeah, if you got another one, we'll, him, we'll do that. I should see him another few weeks. But uh, yeah, we had a really good time and hung out. And this whole trip's been, uh, it's, I've had two big hangouts. It's yeah. been fun at work. Everyone's happy to see me. Uh, <laughs> wow. Am I tooting my own horn? I guess that's good, man. Because you're thinking like, well, you know, some people are like, well, I'm here and not everybody's happy to see me though. But I'm glad you're. <laughs> oh, but, 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 but there's a giant but to that on Monday. There's always a giant but. On Monday, it snowed. Oh, I know. You get it here. Blizzarded. So it was, I mean, look out right now. We have. You wouldn't know it. Acres of, of green grass 
out here right now that Bird we're sitting at. singing. Yeah, you know, our, the studio is the cavernous, but unfortunately we didn't want to do the inside thing. So we're outside yeah. with this little portable setup, which, you know, might I say, sounds great. It works. It's great. I, I never actually tried this yet. I so brought, this could be a live setup someday in front of a live studio audience. It totally could. I brought my sexy mic with me. Yeah, it uh, sounds good. Not, not, not that mic. Oh, he's, well. he's, sexy he's sexy in his own too. right. But Especially yeah, now other yeah, when he takes his shirt off. So <laughs> when you're looking out there, though, you see just beautiful green grass. The trees are blooming. This, I don't know what this is yet. That, this, that this tree plant. looks dead. I don't know. Those trees look dead. Yeah, they do, dead? but I, they're just late bloomers. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like I was me. a late bloomer too. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But anyway, it, it, it looks beautiful. Well, then Monday we start getting rain, which I love rain. It's May, right? Getting all like, yes, it's like an early birthday gift, you know? <sighs> and then, and then I look outside and there's an inch of snow on the ground and it is like big fat flakes coming down. And just I'm just like middle of winter. It looks like Christmas and winter again. And yeah. so. I texted you and I said, well, welcome to um, Christmas. <laughs> what the heck? Come back. And so I pulled out the Christmas music and went searching for some eggnog. And but but yet again, uh, it's we, spring all, again. we all get weirded out by this, but I checked. It's not uncommon to have a snowstorm in Colorado around Mother's Day. It happens like yeah. it, it, the last time it happens like a week, year or two ago. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, a it's couple not, years ago. Snow after May 1st is not common. It happens, no. but it's not common. It's usually, you know, you usually think May 1st is here. We're done. Get rain. Yes, but whatever. Whatever. You know, that keeps me up at night. I'll tell you that. You know, speaking of that is, oh, our, is that? our theme for today is one thing that keeps us up at night. Okay. You want to know one thing that keeps me up at night? What? Actually, it kept me up at night. My second shot oh, of the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. I take the shot. This was a uh, Friday. This was last Friday, mm-hmm. right? 2 15 PM. I feel great throughout Friday. I mean, I was like, woo, you know, we went out <laughs> extra energy. <laughs> well, I mean, just <laughs> in general, I was, of- I was fine. Yeah. It was probably like a B12 shot or so far, you know, throughout the night, I'm feeling good. We're, we're gaming, still feeling good. Midnight rolls around, still feeling great. I'm like, awesome. I hope this is the way it's going to be. 2.30 in the morning, I'm like adrenalized, man. I'm like, Woo! I have so much energy. And I don't know why either because I'm thinking, shouldn't I be tired right now? 3, 3.30 in the morning. I've still got like my eyes are wide open. Sarah wow. wakes up. This She's like, play by play. Aren't you, aren't you tired yet? And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong, but I, I'm not tired. Then about like 3.45 to 4 in the morning, I, mean, I finally just like went to bed. Like I'm just going to lay there. And I didn't sleep very well because I was so energetic. It was really weird. Well, then I started to feel a little off, mm-hmm. you know, and I think you mentioned like you felt a little feverish and, and that was a really good description. Is that bit, yeah. I didn't have a fever, but you just kind of don't feel right. Your kinda head like feels kind of like, like it's spinning a little kind of a fever headache almost. Yeah. It's a special yeah. kind of headache. It's not really acute, but you know how it, and like when you, you breathe, know. it feels kind of weird, but I mean, oh, otherwise fine. And so I'm <laughs> sleeping through it. And then I woke up like, oh, okay, I'm cold, but the covers feel good, but not chilled. And then the next time I woke up, I was like overheated, (laughs) which is kind of like, okay, that's like a fever. You know, when you get actual chills and then you get too hot, kind of like that. Right. And then the next time I woke up, that was fine. And then um, I just kind of started to feel like, not like I had actual fever body aches, but like somebody punched me in the arm or, you know, different place of the body, you know? Right. So it was semi sore, semi, I guess, semi achy, but not like a normal and that kind of went on throughout Saturday. <laughs> I took Tylenol finally because I'm like, eh, you know, and I just didn't have a lot of like physical energy, but mentally I was just like, this is insane. I have so much energy. And then Sunday I just had a headache and that was it. And then I'm normal after that. Cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next thing is whether anyone's going to turn into a Spider-Man or something like that. 
Doubt it. Or Spider Woman. Doubt it. Dang yeah. it. Come on, man. You just dashed my hopes, dude. I know. That's what I do. So your trip so far, though. This is actually really nice being in person. You I know. know. There's no delay. Wish we, we could do this every Read week, each other's but... cues. I know. What a load, man. Whatever. Stupid distance. Here's what I want to know. How was your flight out? Very uneventful. Thank goodness. Did they cram you in still like normal? Yeah. You know what? Uh, it was a, what was a six, six across. So it was a DC. Uh, what, I don't know what, I don't know my airplanes guys. I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't care. Six seats across. DC I was in a middle seat. I was in a middle seat oh, towards man. the back, but like, like I'd say about halfway. Well, that's not like practicing safe measures with COVID. And I had two people next, you know, on either side, but they yeah. were two ladies and both of them were slight. So I'm not so big that I'm spilling out of a chair or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was fine. But the I mean, it like, was on time. You're still Thank like goodness. within a foot or less of these people. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. One thing that keeps me up at night, the new M1 Mac, well, the processor that Apple came up with, right. the new M1. Have you heard about it? From you. Dude, this is really cool. So they've been talking about doing this for a little while, but they decided that they were going to do their own processor and they're going to make it, you know, seamless with their stuff and they're going to have the the RAM and everything's going to be seamless and all that. What was amazing about this is that it came out and because of the fact that, what did they put it? Like it's a, it's a vertical integration, I think is what, you know, our friends put it at in that you have the processor with their own RAM memory and then the graphics card that they design, it's all integrated in their own make and they do it all themselves. So that sounds like Apple. Yeah. Yeah. But the nice part <laughs> about that is that it works together. It's a hundred percent, you know, efficient. And they said something like the new Mac mini runs at about 25 Watts of power total. Oh wow. Which is just crazy, you know, because nice. most computers in the hundreds, you know, not only is it efficient, but it's incredibly fast. And apparently it's so a, a Mac mini, which is an entry level Mac computer, you know, starting at like $700 is blowing away the $2,500 to $3,500 MacBook Pros that they put out this last year. Oops. It's Well, no, it's good. This is great. So, you know, yeah, I'm spending- We should be charging more than $700. Well, they've always charged that, but this is an entry-level processor. So M1 is like the Mac minis and the, like the MacBook Airs or, you know, those kind of things. I see. And then when they come out with like the new MacBook Pros and the iMacs and stuff, they're going to have their M2 processor- which is going to be significantly more powerful, but that's for people who are doing high level stuff. So Lord yeah, Thunder was telling me about this. Yeah. And video editing. Lord Thunder was telling me about it. And he said, you know, if you're not doing high end editing and stuff like that, like if you're not doing video editing or, or stuff that if you're honestly, just browsing most of us the are web do, or what zoom calling people, what's it for? So I do audio editing, yeah. which requires a decent amount. It's not a lot, but, but it your requires average a lot. person does an audio edit. What would your average person use an M1 processor? Well, that's the thing. And nobody really needs it for an average. If you're just using your computer for average stuff, it's way overpowered. Okay. But for people like me who do what I do with my Macs and stuff like that, this is a massive upgrade and probably more than enough for what I need. Oh, cool. Okay. If I was going to be doing high-end video editing and other things that we were talking about, you know, stuff that most most people are not going to do on a personal level, but they're probably going to do on a corporate level. Well, then your M2 processor is probably more than enough too. Yeah. But okay. of course the Mac still is not optimized for gaming and other things. And and I'm not going to be, I'm, I wouldn't buy a Mac mini to edit video on personally, okay. even though I'm sure you could, if you get the 16 gigabytes of Ram versus eight, they, they start at eight. They still start at eight. Really? Yeah. I think like no one should get eight. Yeah. It's 16 seems stupid. like the, the, the standard minimum right now. So whatever. It should be whatever. 16 or 32, but hey, whatever. I'm just amazed at it because it's a major step up from any Mac that doesn't have it. Uh-huh. But here's the other cool thing. They put this M1 chip in the iPad. 
This is a computer powered processor. Yeah, computer grade. I mean, yeah, that, that is now going great. into an iPad. And in the past, all they've done is their mobile processor, right. which goes into the phones and the iPads and stuff like that, huh. which are powerful, but they're not meant to you know, compete with the computer. Well, now with this computer processor sitting in an iPad, it's like, dude, this is insane. They, if they allow Mac OS apps on the iPad, you could potentially get an iPad to replace a computer depending on your needs. I mean, a nice fast iPad now. I mean, I mean yeah. iPads are fast anyway, but I mean, that's I mean, even faster. It's, you but know at what? that power is amazing. You know what I got to say to that? What? Yes, I love technology. <laughs> Not, Not as much as the show I see. You, you see. <laughs> Always and forever. I appreciate you singing that. That's a nice song. We were talking about that the other day. <laughs> we're singing that. This is messed up. One thing to keep in mind for those of you who don't know computers very well and are thinking, hey, you can go out and buy an iPad that's going to replace your desktop computer. Keep in mind, the smaller the size of the machine, the less ventilation and heat management that they have. So if you're going to be doing some high-end stuff, you still need to ventilate. So getting a MacBook or an iPad, you're not going to have as much power as you will with an iMac or something larger that can get rid of, you know, the, the hot air and stuff. like. That. So I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. But. Well, Brian, one thing that keeps me up at night yes. is the origin of the phrase out of sorts. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Out of sorts. You do hear that a lot. Yeah, I discovered the app, The Great Courses Plus. Now, some of yes. you know about The Great Courses. The Great Courses Plus is their streaming uh, site. Uh, you can pay like $20 a month and you can watch unlimited college level courses about all sorts of historical subjects, practical subjects, uh, you name it. They've got tons of stuff. So I started watching just randomly a course on Benjamin Franklin. Nice. And Benjamin Franklin started out as a printer. He was a printer's apprentice. The guy doing the, the lecture told me this origin. I was like, oh, I should use this on the show. So the, so then I looked it up and, and here's what we came up with. So out of sorts means feeling irritable, upset, or unwell. Most commonly, the origin of the term out of sorts is attributed to typesetting. As this theory goes, the phrase refers to the individual metal type called sorts that the printers use. So there were these little individual letters that were made of like cast iron or something like that that they would set in rows in words and spaces and sentences and grammar and all that. They would kiss it with ink or whatever you would recall that. They would roll ink over the faces of the letters and then they would print somehow from that. I don't know the whole process. The sorts would be stored in their individual compartments. If the sorts were in short supply or stored in the wrong compartments, then the printer was, quote, out of sorts. Wow. Uh, However, the term out of sorts was recorded long before the printing press. A more intriguing theory involves the original meaning of the word uh, sort. The Latin word sortum means destiny, condition, or category. This definition may find its survival in the term out of sorts which refers to a person's condition. So used as an adjective before a noun, the term is hyphenated as an out hyphen of hyphen sorts. That's cool. Yeah, so it's not a set in stone origin, but because you know the, the term, the phrase out of sorts predated the print process. Maybe it's another one of those terms that kind of morphed yeah. from one meeting to another. But That's cool, man. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. I sent you an article. It was from it was about Tina Fey, basically. Oh yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. So this is really cool because I found this and it was it was talking about improv lessons that Tina Fey uses, and it was called Tina Fey's Four Rules of Improv. And it was, of course, for podcasters and stuff like that. But what's cool is it's from her book, Bossy Pants, which was about her experiences. And and it's neat because it's not just about podcasting or or for us in, in our presentation and stuff like that. It's actually about good life 
things that you can take and learn and, and apply and gain more confidence and be happier. This is really cool. So you liked the article though. Yeah, I thought it was really good and okay. I thought it was worth talking about on the show. So yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because at first I saw, you know, it's between us. We'll just kind of learn from it. But then you're like, let's talk about this. And I thought, oh, okay. So here are the four rules really quickly. First of all, you must agree. That's number one. Clarify that. So the whole point is it's, it's not that you necessarily have to agree with everyone in your life or necessarily get along, but you need to agree on the given set of circumstances in the moment. Improv example she uses is like, wow, it's great to be on the beach. And if you were to say, we aren't on the beach, we're, we're on a ski slope. Well, <laughs> the scene's dead, right? But see, it's the same kind of and thing. In, in, yeah, and, well, that <laughs> fail. That happens with podcasting. You know, I, I've done interviews too where, You'll ask somebody a question and it's all exciting and they're just kind of like, nah. you're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> moving on at a point, you know, take it out kind of thing. So yeah, that didn't work really well. But usually what happens is you're trying to get somebody to agree with that scenario, that circumstance and continue it on. So the re- response to be, well, you know, hey, it's great to be on the beach. A better way to say is, you know, yeah, like I can't wait to get in the water. I hope it's not too cold. Right. And then it continues it. Like so we have a scene now. Keep the scene going. Yeah. And I kind of felt like that concept could be translated towards, you know, just basic communication with people, you know, finding common ground, you know, not very, yes, just finding a common, just finding a, in, to start conversation out, finding a, a point of common ground, like something yeah. you both like or whatever. And then you can continue the scene as it will. Right. And that's exactly what they were, were saying Okay, was that in actual real life, you know, come from that place of yes, with that open mind. And so trying to understand where others are coming from before discrediting them, calling them crazy, stupid, whatever. No should be a last resort and respect instead what others create. Yeah. All right. The second one is yes is not enough. You must have the yes and, and this is cool. So add to the discussion we talked about above where it's like, you know, hey, I can't wait to get to the beach. And it's like, well, yeah, I can't wait to get in the water. Hope it's not too cold. The whole point is add to the discussion. And again, this is one of those things where continue to keep the story moving in any conversation that you're having. Try to understand where people are coming from contribute in some way. So the whole idea is it challenges you to contribute whether you are doing something professionally or even deciding like where to eat for dinner. Where should we go to dinner? Well, here's some ideas. Here's some thoughts, you know, continue to contribute, put your neck out there, give your thoughts. Two minds are always better than one. I love that. Isn't that great? Yes. Yeah. But a lot of times people just kind of go, oh, it's shut down. Yeah. Yeah, It's a shutdown. Yeah. Third one, make statements. I love this one. Have confidence. When you say something, mean it, stand behind it. How convincing I like this one too. If you're in an improv scene and there's a proposal scene and it's like, so I, I love you. I may, um, maybe want you to marry me, you know, <laughs> thinking I want to spend the rest of my life. You know, obviously that's not going to happen, right? So don't be apologetic. Don't be shy. Don't second guess. People do this all the time. So like I'll notice that when people go, well, I mean, um, well, I think, and then they'll say it. Well, just be confident, man. Yeah, no one's ready to say, I, here it is. And I get that. I, I get why people do that because, I mean, they don't want to, well, it's, 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 there is a lack of confidence issue. There's an insecurity issue going on. And there's also, it's kind of natural for someone to, to say it like that when they don't want to step on someone's shoes. Yeah. Um, they don't want to come across too overbearing. Right. Yeah. Right. So I get it. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that because you're not bullying somebody. You're just here's what I think. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the being with this, with saying it with confidence. Yeah. Right. And you know, you may be wrong and that's okay, but just go for it. Don't right. second guess, be confident because this is what I love about the improv side. There are no mistakes. This is something I learned doing live <laughs> radio, doing live performances. You know, we were at heroes and villains. You're in front of 10,000 people. 
<laughs> you're going to make mistakes. There's no do over. There's no edit point. <laughs> you just, it's what it is. Right. It's not pre-recorded. Yeah. So, you know, you, you just got to kind of play with it and move off it and have a good time. And here's the thing too. I have noticed that some of the best, some of the best moments come from mistakes and overcoming them and oh, running with them. They're hey, hilarious. Some of the best improv can come from mistakes. Oh my gosh. It's funny. Yeah. And honestly too, the more polished you are, the more, I don't know, uninteresting it can get at times. Right. That's another reason why it's like, I, I find myself editing a lot, but then I'm like, you know what? I think some of the stuff I just need to leave in because it's funny or it's good or, you know, who cares? It makes right. it more real too. But I like too, that they were talking about some of the best improv comes from miscommunications. And so, you know, for example, if somebody's like, acting out a, a, a baseball scene, you know, they're, they're on a baseball field, they're holding a bat, they're chewing tobacco. This is, you know, an improv. And the other person says, stop spitting on my new hardwood floors. And what's that in your hand? <laughs> so that can create a dead scene or that can actually be funny. Be an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. It's an opportunity. We do beat ourselves up for mistakes. We do it all the time. However, it can turn out better than you think. So Ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? Right. That's the key. Yep. You'll find out it's not as bad as you thought. And I can attest to that for sure. And uh, by the way, push yourself in this because you might be able to reach a full potential in a way that you never thought you could before. This is what I love though. Consider the mindset, your mindset, incorporate these four principles into that mindset. Here are the four again. You must agree. Number two, yes is not enough. You must yes. And three, make statements, be confident. And then four is there are no mistakes. Be daring and confident. Laugh at yourself. Have fun. Enjoy. Go for it. I love it. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, we, we can use it for the show, but exactly. others can use it for other things. Hey, look, there's a dog bark. See, this is the outdoor stuff. We can <laughs> Do you hear the birds. Yeah, we can. I don't know. If, yeah. <laughs> I hear, That's impressive. I hear some sparrows. Those are like little chicks. I hear some yeah. sparrows fighting. <laughs> 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 That was uh, the alien that's sitting oh, above yes. right now that drooling alien. through Gosh, the deck slats. Dang, that dang that's stupid. I've got something really positive here. Go for it. Okay. One thing that keeps me up at night is the negativity. It just does, man. Wait, you said you had something positive. Yeah, no, but I'm saying negativity <laughs> keeps me up at night. And so this is funny. Now, granted, this is a survey done. And so the statistics that I have here are within the actual survey, not necessarily representative of all Americans. But this survey, 74% of the Americans surveyed said that 2020 has made them more aware of the needs for others and more selfless than ever before. Really? That shocked me. That did, that shocks me, right? I, I haven't heard that. So. No. And I would have thought maybe it was like 20%. I would have thought it would make people more insular. I mean, just naturally. Yeah. From like, I want to say May, April or May of 2020 up until maybe a month or so ago. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You'd be walking outside, you'd be doing something. People would walk by you and they literally looked like they were scared to death that you were going to mug them. They'd turn <laughs> away. They'd walk the other way. People were freaking out. You know, they must not have been the ones they surveyed. No, no. That'd be the other 90%. So that's what I saw. Well, then within the last month, it's like we were walking around and I cannot believe the amount of people that were saying like, hi, or they'd wave or they'd yeah. smile. And I was like, what just changed? Interesting. So I don't huh. know. But they, so here's the thing. They, they pulled 2005 Americans. So that's a pretty decent size. It's a decent size. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's enough for to get a you know a statistical average from. So of course, maybe the people that are willing to do a survey in the first place are more giving and selfless too. So <laughs> I wonder what the statistic I, is I'm on that. I'm calling to give a survey on Click. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? But I wouldn't even answer the phone. So I mean, well, and who knows what? <laughs> since March of 2020, 
people are more often embracing the idea of neighborly love. And some of these examples include, again, of this 2005 people sampled, 87% of Americans have donated a portion of their paycheck, even though three in five experienced financial difficulties. Now that's cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. 41% of those have helped a stranger across the street. 38% of them went out of their way to take out the neighbor's trash. 31% of them walked their neighbor's dog. And then the snowy climate people that were living there, one third have helped shovel out a neighbor's car or just shovel out a neighbor. Oh yeah. Or just shoveled it out themselves, you know, like, Hey, your car is free. Cleared a neighbor's car from the snow. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) For some reason, my brain went to, they were shoveling. You're thinking sea of thieves. Oh yeah. Somebody left their snow roof open. I mean, I know I'm I'm kind of dumb. Sunroof. And in general, 72% said that they found themselves caring about the health and well-being of others significantly more in the past year. So anyway, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that was encouraging. Yeah, yeah whether or not um, it, it represents all Americans, I don't know. But one way or the other, that's that's a it's an encouraging statistic. And let's keep it going that way. So be kind. Keep paying it forward. Be self- So here's what I'd say. Be daring, confident and selfless. I like that. Me too. Mm. One thing that keeps me up at night. Another thing is this stupid new show that I found. Oh, which one? Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's like Oh, it's on Netflix. Have see, you I'm scared. No, but I'm scared of anything called Jupiter's anything because Jupiter's uh, <laughs> Jupiter ascending. Jupiter ascending was such or a bad Jupiter movie. descending or Jupiter. <laughs> I don't even know. This is a so apparently it's based on a comic graphic novel. Oh, OK. I'm not familiar with it, but that's what I've learned. And it is a Netflix show. Superheroes, of course. And I, I mean, I like it so far. Episodes one and two were fun. They were great. Uh, it does some really cool flashbacks into the 1929. Huh. which is kind of cool. So they were playing. There's a song they were playing and I was like, I really want that song and I went and tried to find it, but they didn't have the exact version because I mean, 1929, how do you find songs like that on Twitter on, on Twitter, Spotify on Spotify? Yeah, you just, you know, it's a, it's they're out it there. Is. I have a really Some good 30s, well, 30s, 40s and 50s station I listen yeah. to. They exist, but the one version that they played on the show, I couldn't find. Okay. So I'm still trying to find it, but <laughs> well, yeah, like I've mentioned that my, uh, my great grandparents, great, yeah, great grandparents, Croc and Family Mountaineers, you know, they're oh, on yeah. Spotify. They were pretty popular back Boom, in the day. Man. That was like 1918, I don't know, somewhere in there. The time it, of the anyway, last pandemic, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great song though. And it's a Paint the Clouds with, anyway, it's, it's just an old jolly 1929 song. Really, really good show so far. Episodes one and two are great. Three was a little weird at times, but mostly good. But it is that superhero style and... I mean, so far, so good. We'll see what happens. Woo Assassins, dude. I think I finally got through episode six. If you like that genre, it's a must watch. Got to do it. And the genre is like the, like is the martial the arts tig- with the, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Genre? No, not like that. Not where they're like, you know, dancing on branches and stuff like that in the <laughs> middle of the air. It's not like that. It's, it's, you know, martial arts style. It deals with a little bit of the triads in San Francisco, Chinatown. And interesting. Okay. There's some, you know, controlling of the elements and it's cool. Is it Kung Fu? Like, like Bruce Lee type stuff? Kind of. Okay. Or, or more Jackie Chan. Scenes. Is it more Jackie Chan? No, no. It's more of a. It would be more like a Jet Li style. Okay, okay. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. Good stuff. It's not just a martial arts show. Okay. Right. Like you might be thinking like, oh, it's a martial arts Kung Fu movie on Kung Fu channel. Not like that. It's just <laughs> Kung Fu network. It's an action <laughs> show. that. <laughs> it's just, a, it's, it's just an action show that has martial arts in it. Okay. And right. fire and water. And assassins, I hope. Yes. Who control elements. So is it the, is the Wu assassins versus the Tang assassins? Is that, is that yeah. how it goes or versus the clan, the clan assassins? Yeah. The Wu Tang clan assassins. Get Something like that. Yeah. Bloodbath. Okay. 
So those are my two recommendations. Jupiter's Legacy, Woo Assassins. If you like that kind of stuff, it's fun. I finally got around to watching. We did Jojo Rabbit, which came out, I think, 2019. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's uh, a couple of years. Yeah. Interesting. Really? How do we put this? It's like a satire drama comedy about World War II. You know, about a little boy who is enamored with the whole Nazi regime and then a Jewish girl who it's an interesting story. I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away. It's weird because, you know, in the beginning you're like, you're laughing. This is hilarious. And then of course, um, Sam Rockwell's in it. Right. He, he was crewman number six and he's been on a crewman lot of stuff. Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just a fantastic actor. Anyway, I like him, but he did a really, really good job. And there's some things he's like, all right, today at camp, we're going to learn about this, this and you know, explosions and all. It's just, it's funny. And there's these moments where I'm laughing and I'm like, I'm I'm not sure I should be laughing at that. And then there are some really intense, horribly sad moments too. So it's good. I think it's good. Did I enjoy it? It's like, well, I think so. Yeah. It's like, it's it's, one of those, like, should you enjoy a world war two movie about that kind of stuff? Yeah. I I feel like uh, I had the same feeling when I watched uh, it's a, it's a wonderful life or yeah, um, Schindler's list. No, no. Or yeah, for sure. Schindler's list. But the one about the Italian, Jews who uh, it's oh an yeah, yeah. Movie. it's a wonderful um, spacing it off. Top yeah, of but that, that I mean that, that's that's one of those movies where you're like, should I have liked it because it was a fantastic film, Principia, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it's just a wonderful movie. But yeah. boy, was it depressing. Yeah, it's a so, beautiful life. Beautiful life. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Right. Wonderful life is uh, that's is Jimmy Stewart. Movie. Yeah. And, yeah, okay. yeah. I think it's a beautiful life. I think. There Jojo you go. Rabbit. I don't know if I recommend it. It was interesting. So I'm curious if anyone else has watched it. I'd love your love your thoughts because he's not sure what to think of it. Yeah. I'm not sure, man. Okay. I'm going to go through this quickly here. Another thing here. One thing that keeps me up at night is gaming. Really? God. Yeah, not, not really. I know. Everything I know how that to, keeps you up at night. How do you sleep? Dude, I know. I just <laughs> really, it doesn't actually, I have interestingly enough, I have good boundaries with gaming and I appreciate it. And I can just be like, I'm done. I'm going to bed or I'm whatever. But this stupid game, Jedi Fallen Order, the Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, that game on the other hand, man. It is, it is getting good. I took a break because, you know, the beginning was a really, really, really good story yeah. scene. And then it's just like, go grind on the planets. And, you know, here you have yeah, like, and you have to keep returning to the planets so yeah. as you gain more powers to get more it's stuff like off the 20 planet. out of 50 secrets found. And I'm like, I don't like those. I mean, yeah. it's fun, but what happens? You get an achievement. whoop de doo right? That's just not something that motivates me. What motivates me are the amazing stories. So then, then it moved into that story with Saw Gerrera, who was, if you remember the movies, part of Rogue One. Yes. That's an amazing story because it's got some Clone Wars stuff, but it's post Rogue One. But he, you have a little mission with him that is wow. And then you get a mission on Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld, which there's this giant bird. You've done that one, yep. right? Yeah. I've that was that amazing. Yep. And then, oh man, the other one that was just totally chilling was the, the story surrounding Order 66. I don't think I've gotten that far. Wow. Okay. I don't want to give it yeah. away. You you relive some of Order sixty six in the moment. Interesting, and it's it's scary, and and not like not like frightening scary, but just like wow, they they did a good job, well, good. you know, really showing the gravity of how horrible that was. So this is saying something. You're not usually a single player gamer. No, it's so, phenomenal. Uh, you're having a good time with this, and uh, that's, yeah, that's saying something. So so that's okay. Now here's the thing, though. Single player games are having the greatest stories ever. And then, of course, cyberpunk. I haven't even finished that yet. I'm going to go back and finish that. Oh, boy. But, dude, the thing that's just driving me crazy is we are having the hardest time finding good multiplayer games that are new that have any kind of story quality like these do. Right. Like, there's just nothing out there. Yeah. There was this new game. Yeah. The new game, uh, Magic Legends. 
which is based kind on of based Magic on the a, gathering. It's yeah, it's Magic the Gathering mixed with Diablo, that whole RPG role playing style. It, it was boring. <laughs> I don't even I don't get bored with games, but this was one that I was like, what are we doing? There's not much of a story here. This is like, are we in the intro? Are we are we in the main story? I don't know what's going on. Well, one of the biggest things that I wanted to do was it because it's multiplayer. Let's do co-op. Let's join together. Let's have some fun. Oh, no. You're not allowed to get together with another player in a co-op mode for like three quarters of the story or weird. something like that. That's so weird. And you have to play hours <laughs> before you can meet up with a friend and do anything. And I thought, this is dumb. Why would they do that? I'm really disappointed with that because that was one of those big, huge, like, await this. It's really cool. They've they promoted it like crazy. And I just... Yeah, I think they really missed the mark big time on that That's game. Okay, well, I mean, the, I can, I can, since I'm in person here, I can see the negative aura oh, kind of yeah. starting to expand out the from the black you. clouds coming over. So me. I'm going to push it back. Yeah, okay. push it back. But what I'm looking for here, what are some good games? Because we keep going back to old stuff. Like, okay, let's go sea back to Thieves. Guild Wars or Sea of Thieves, and right. it's like, dude, we. We need something new, man. What? What? I'm looking for something that's just like, dude, this is so. The good. next big co-op thing. We're we're considering trying out with the Sucks Clan. We're going to try out uh, Call of Duty Warzone. See if we like that or World Warships. But there's World no stories Warships. to those. Yeah, you no just stories. run around and kill you just things. Just go around and kill things. Yeah, yeah. which is again like I, I it doesn't excite <laughs> me. I mean, I it's like that. okay, yeah. I'll do it, but it's just kind of getting old. It's like, man, I want something new. So. I don't know. Well, even um, Johnny Pistol Shots, like, come come play Ark Survival. Okay. It's kind of like Valheim, except you tame dinosaurs, fight dinosaurs, it's you ride little, them around. And there's more griefers involved, too. There, you can get griefed pretty good in Ark, Ark well, Survival. Well, we don't, we don't play uh, with others. You don't play well with others? No. I, I didn't think so. It's not PvP. We, we, <laughs> we do everything uh, just, hey, it's us. So there's a out. mode in Ark that you can just do PvE, that's it? As far as I know, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only okay. person... So it's based on... Our friend has the the server, if you call it that. Okay. You know, I'm doing air quotes, and you're tethered to him. him. So wherever you, it's like a single player style game, but you join him in his game. It's like Valheim, okay, kind of like that, yeah. So yeah. then it's not a we get to still work together. It saves everything, but we don't have to deal with other people because yeah, I've heard it's pretty brutal with other players. But again, no story. But let's just be honest. We tamed a T Rex the other day. That's pretty cool, man. Having a T-Rex that <laughs> follows you around and eats things and you can get it to roar. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to lie. So that's one thing that keeps me up at night. Where is the new game that is co-op with great story? For That's more people? than like four people. Yeah. You yeah. just don't run around. I mean, Borderlands 3 was it. What's next? There's so many games out there too. And, and it, yeah, yeah it's, with us. eventually it'll yeah. eventually hit. Well, one thing that's been keeping me up at night for yeah. sure is my newfound obsession or my, my refound obsession with lit RPG. Oh yeah. I've mentioned it before. It's a book genre. It's a novel genre based on people who are playing an RPG or a world where people's lives are based on an RPG and the, and the, and the mechanics behind RPGs. And I'm just going to mention uh, three series that I've read that are just fantastic. I've mentioned this before a long time ago, Awaken Online by Travis Bagwell. There are seven books. There's actually eight books now just released. Underworld, the Underworld series by Apollo Thorne. That's a cool name, by the way. I think it's a, probably a pen name. That's uh, six books in with seven, uh, book seven coming in 2022. Fantastic books. Then Divine Dungeon by Dakota Kraut. Uh, there are five books total. I just finished that, that series. Really good. 
and that's just three of like, there's dozens of lit RPG uh, novel series out there by a whole bunch of people. So if you like role-playing games, you know, if you're nerdy like that and you also like to read a lot and you haven't read any lit RPG, give it a try. Seriously. It's, you might be surprised. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I did like Awaken Online. I never did finish the series or anything right. like that, but I was very impressed with it. It was just cool. It's like, oh, this is yeah, kind of different. It's just fun to watch. I mean, it's like the main characters usually start out at level one or whatever, a low level. Yeah. As the story progresses, they gain more abilities and learn how to use their characters more efficiently. And yeah, I don't know what it is that grabs me. And I want to, I want to watch. It's like watching someone play WoW, except yeah. way more fun. So, oh, speaking, I just thought of something here. There's, so we were told about this by some friends, but then I found another one on Netflix too. But at least it's on Netflix. It's these shows, you know, you're talking about like RPG where, you know, it's role playing and all that. And they're starting at level one. It made me think of this thing. It's the choose your own adventure type of shows that are oh, coming yeah. out. I haven't tried any of them yet, but one was the, you know, the bear guy from man versus wild. Right. He's a uh, I think it's called you versus wild or whatever, but anyway, it's the show, but you get to choose which whatever scene you want. And what then, he decides to do. Uh, yeah. Had a, Black mirror did choose your own adventure episode. Oh, nice. Uh, a couple of years ago. That's cool. But apparently I haven't seen that format since. So apparently it's getting big. The, uh, you know, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I've never, well, I guess oh, I've watched I watched Kimmy Schmidt. I watched a couple of the episodes. I love that show. Well, just cause I like her. <laughs> what is the Ellie Kemper? Is that her name? Yeah. From the office. Yeah. She was fun, but um, I watched that show and I was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a pretty funny show. I didn't really, it's a little too sitcom-y for me, but okay. you know, it's a good show. Well, there's one from her. That's that choose your own adventure now too. They did a movie or something like that. Oh, I, really? Yeah. Okay. Something to check out. Check it out. I want to know what these things do. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for, you know, the next like expanse or something like that. Which will be awesome. I'm waiting for the next season of Expanse. Yeah. That keeps me up at night. Okay. One more thing that keeps me up at night is new music. Just listening to new music. And then I don't go to bed. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Because obviously everything does. Everything keeps you up at night. Yeah. Okay. I've got three songs really quickly. Two new ones here. Star set infected. It's it rocks, dude. That's a good song. Seven Lions, big fan of them. It's called Shadows. I had to put that one in, you know, being my, my gamer name is Shadow, Shadow Flight, stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, Shadows. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And then Aurora, this is not a new song, but there's a new version of the song that just came out called, well, it's called Runaway, but it's from, I think it was her 2013 album, which is still my favorite of hers. There's a new version of the song, and I'm doing air quotes again. It's called Runaway Level Two. <laughs> but <laughs> he is, guys. I can verify it this <laughs> I time. Actually I actually see, see him doing it. Okay. Uh, it's it's good though. It's um I was listening to it on the way to, you know, our, our Sucks Clan night on Wednesday night. I was like, cool. oh, this is a great song, you know? Awesome. So there you go. I'll put him in the TRBS twenty twenty one mix. Do it, listen, or else. It's been fun, man. Dude, we gotta go eat. We're yeah, going to go get some of that uh, Himalayan. Himalayan, Himalayan bistro. bistro. Yeah, yeah you're gonna my mouth's watering. Huh? Eat, eat some um, chicken korma or lamb korma or, or something. The, the or, naan they have is oh, just they're, unbelievable. They're garlic cheese naan. I just hope Dude. that it doesn't keep me up at night. That's all no, I'm going to say. Won't. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. One thing that keeps me up at night. Why are some farts hotter than others? Well, you know what the music means. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> we are 98.6 degrees. Huh. I'm a little, I'm, I run a little cool. That baffles me. Yeah. We're going to do video next week. We'll let you know if you can see it or not. But have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.